Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. Peace and blessings be upon you all. It's your girl Ikran. Ramadan Mubarak. May Allah allow us to benefit from this month. May He accept all of our good deeds, forgive our sins, and allow us to complete this month having become better versions of ourselves. Before I dive into this episode, I want to let you all know that running this podcast has been no easy feat for any of us and is becoming increasingly difficult since we all work full-time or are in school and we don't all live in the same city. So inshallah, one of our goals is to slowly start outsourcing some aspects of running the podcast to make it easier for us to keep it going. So if you like listening to our podcast and would like to consider supporting us, you can visit our Buy Me A Coffee page at www.buymeacoffee.com forward slash podcast. You can donate one time or become a member for as little as $5 a month. You can also purchase our merch available on our website. And if nothing else, please, please make dua for us. As always, we'll leave the link for you all in the description. Now, for this episode, we'll be reflecting on the remembrance of Allah through dhikr, specifically morning and evening adhkaz. So I was prompted to record this episode to share my personal journey with it, one that I would say started in September of 2021. And I've been actively sharing my experiences on Twitter because people know me i kind of tweet everything (laughs) and mainly because i was really overcome with peace calmness and tranquility when i started making reciting adhkat and habit i think about how allah consistently tells us to remember him to thank him and that he will remember us and will increase for us that which we're thanking him for and allah says to us in surah baqarah verse 152 remember me i will remember you and thank me and never be ungrateful and in Surah Ibrahim, verse 7, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, وَإِذْ تَأَذَّنَ رَبُّكُمْ لَإِن شَكَرْتُمْ لَأَزِيدَنَّكُمْ وَلَإِن كَفَرْتُمْ إِنَّ عَذَابِي لَشَدِيدٌ And remember when your Lord proclaimed, If you are grateful, I will certainly give you more. But if you are ungrateful, surely my punishment is severe. I find that, you know, reciting your adhkar as a means of being grateful, as a means of seeking his protection, as a means of feeling comfort in him is something that we can all practice. And yeah, so I do want to preface this by saying that I am in no means perfect and that the purpose of this episode is to share how we feel when we remember Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And I pray that he makes it easy for all of us and he keeps us consistent in our good deeds. And for this episode, I am joined by a good friend and special guest, Hafsa. Hi guys, my name is Hafsa and I don't think I'm not to say special guest, but here we are. But she is a very special guest. For those of you who listen to our podcast, you'll know that this is her second time back with us. So she actually did an episode with us back in our very, very, very early days, you know, when she went by another name. Hafsa needs to get something off her chest. I'm feeling quite upset right now. Why is that Hafsa? Because my roommate keeps using RM as a bloody call center. Your roommate? Yeah. Jasmine. You mean your sister Jasmine. But we won't get into that. 
you know, OG ones, remember, we can get right into it. I can start with kind of how I started. You can also tell me about mm-hmm. what your experience is with doing EDCAD in general. But for me, like growing up, my mom always made us do like we did our EDCAD in the morning in the car on our way to school when she would drive us. So it was kind of like a regular thing that we always did, but it was always kind of like morning. And then sometimes I would do evening, you know, like if you have that small Hassan Muslim, but it wasn't something I did regularly. And then I can't remember really what triggered it, but regularly in life, like I just listened to Mishari Al-Afasi, like he has morning and evening EDCAD. So sometimes I would just kind of listen to the morning one and recite it with it. And then, you know, when I can do the evening one, but it wasn't like really regular. It was kind of when I can, I do it when I can't I don't and it was in September when I kind of really I don't know I was going through something like I was really stressed and really anxious about something and I remember my friend telling me like she always read her ad and she was rec- telling me to do it and one day I did it and there was something I was really stressed out about in the morning that I was so extremely worried about and all I remember is like halfway through the day I couldn't remember what that was. And I was just thinking about how like I was so nervous and literally shaking and I did my ad and I just like amnesia I completely forgot and it was the whole time I'm like wait what was that thing I was so worried about like you know what I mean I was really emotional and I messaged my friend and I was like oh my gosh I, I can't believe that's how I felt after doing my adkar and and she recommended reading it after Fajr and after Asr like right away mm-hmm. and so that's something that I tried to do and I think the most consistent I'm not gonna lie I've been was September and that's when I felt my absolute best but Hafsa you tell me about your experience well I was in a similar sort of situation to Ikran where I just felt weirdly anxious or like somewhere in autumn last year I think it was around a similar time to you kind because that's when you started mm-hmm. tweeting about it and mm-hmm. I remember I felt so anxious and I was and I was talking about that and then I remember I just refreshed my my timeline and I see you tweeting about you know how you read your card and how you feel so good yeah. and like Honestly, like, can I tell you with time, but alhamdulillah, like, I'm so grateful that you did that because as soon as you uh, spoke about, because you spoke about a particular app, um, the Kurandua, and I literally downloaded that as soon as I saw your tweet. It's insane because I remember literally, like, that night I read my night at care and then the next morning I wake up and I was anxious as well. And I woke up and mm-hmm. I read the morning one and I literally walked into work and I was like, had a spring in my step. You said, right? <laughs> Like when you said about how you had amnesia, I literally felt the same because this was the same anxiety that I felt where I couldn't really sleep properly. I wasn't even enjoying my sleep like that. Mm-hmm. And literally like, subhanAllah, not even 24 hours later, like I go into work, I'm, I feel the best that I have in ages. And like, mm-hmm. it was work related, some of my anxiety. And it's crazy, yeah. subhanAllah, because within that one day of me reading my morning and night of care like everything sort of like was squashed didn't have a single worry and it's like subhanallah it's so beautiful because I know that we're supposed to sort of like read it and it is our protection Mm -hmm. and there's like a reason why and you spoke about how when you were younger you were sort of reading in the mornings and I'm I was the same like my grandma used to like enforce us to be like at least read three quarters in the morning and three quarters at night mm-hmm. and that routine of just sort of like reading in the morning and evening at the car is like I was literally the same like I never felt so at peace as I did when I was consistent and inshallah that is the goal to be consistent again that's exactly how I felt and I was also reading it in the morning and a lot of times I was tweeting in the morning so I would like just kind of feel really like 
encapsulate. I don't know. I don't really know how to explain it. And it was just kind of feeling protected, especially when you're doing it consistently. Because again, mm-hmm. I've been doing it for most of my life, mm-hmm. especially like mornings. But I've never done it, you know, morning, evening, morning, and just kind of going regularly and then there's something about consistently doing it that really changes your whole life honestly I was also reflecting on the fact that it's so easy to do but it's also so incredibly hard to do and it's hard to really explain because when you do it you're like okay that literally was five minutes Mm -hmm, that mm -hmm. why can't I why can't I do this every morning and then some mornings it's just so much harder to do and you're just like you know you just kind of a bit lazy and I find that you know when you find things easy, like Allah is trying to guide you to it and makes it easy for you. And when it's hard, it's I, I think, you know, it's kind of a con- sometimes at least this is what I think about myself is like a consequence of maybe my sins or something that I'm doing that's blocking me from finding this as easy as I did because I found it really easy. And like I said, September, I think halfway October as well, like I was super consistent with it. And then, you know, slowly, you know, I would fall off and and part of that I also attribute to like we can like a lot of my stress and anxiety comes from school and work and that's five days a week, right? Mm-hmm. So I would find myself slacking off on the weekends because it's kinda like I'm not I'm not in that environment. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Which is very like a horrible way to look at it. But it's like, you know, those days that I recite it and I go to school, like I feel perfectly fine. Days I'm at home, I'm literally like sleeping, doing nothing, you know? Mm-hmm. So I kind of became slightly complacent and Alhamdulillah, like I'm still trying to consistently do it. But there's something that really comes with it that you can only understand it when you do it. And as much as I really tried to convey how I was feeling when I was tweeting about it. And honestly, because I also want the edge of the lake. <laughs> I want people to start doing it. And I want it to get all their edges. And I want them to learn from this. And, you know, and if I slack off and they're doing it, then I'm still getting the edge for it. You know what I mean? <laughs> so it's very selfishly motivated. But like it works. And that app too, like I found it by accident. I think in the midst of all my tweets, I think someone included that. And Mm -hmm. and I'll include the link in the description as well. It's literally like so amazing. The format, it looks really, it's really user friendly. It has the dua that you read the transliteration but also like the translation and the hadith that tells you about why it's so important and some of them I just read it and I'm like I should be seeing this every second of every day you know and it's just subhanAllah I can't I know we talk about it and I think this is we're usually texting about it Mm -hmm. but it's just something about how we feel when we do it that I find very difficult to really put into words and I think you explained it really well honestly like I love that (laughs) I I know right I feel as if navigation wise if you talk it talking about it it's really simple and not really mm-hmm. um I know a lot of these apps can sort of be daunting especially if you're not like an Arabic speaker and you don't really understand but the fact that you yeah. know it's got English trans- translation and not only that but the audio as well so you can listen mm-hmm. to it as you're reciting and then my favorite page which is the emotions page because sometimes you can't quite capture how you're feeling and then you just scroll and then they've got us for each emotion which I feel as if reading, obviously saying my avkaras and us every day, it sort of takes me to a level of gratitude, which I just sort of never mm-hmm. had. You read some of these translations and and it makes you feel really grateful. Mm-hmm. I think it's a blessing in itself to mm-hmm. be able to do it. And I, I think sometimes we take that for granted. And I think even the ability to make dua is like Allah is guiding you to make that dua. And that itself is a blessing. And yeah, I think it's just his con- like constantly remembering Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Why wouldn't he 
make your life easier when you're constantly engaged in dhikr and his remembrance, right? And I and I really pray that it's something that we consistently do because I feel like every day is a challenge <laughs> and, you know, we're not perfect. And I personally have found that the consequ- like there are consequences to your actions. Mm-hmm. And if you're doing, if you're sinning, then it makes doing khayr harder. And I also found that, for instance, when I started doing adhkar, waking up for fajr was a lot easier for me I went from really struggling especially after daylight savings like when the time went went back an hour and Fedra was extra early <laughs> you know it was so difficult but when I started doing my adkad like I'm just like okay I'm up praying you know going back to sleep which is what I do but it just when you're doing like good I find that like doing other good things become easier and then when I like for example don't do my adkad then like certain things like start becoming more difficult Mm -hmm. you know what I mean 100% and I agree with you because the nights where I read my adkad and go to sleep all of a sudden my body is like automatically waking me up at fajr time no alarm Mm -hmm. set nothing I'm just waking up literally like 10 minutes to fajr and I'm like subhanallah like I know that okay I'm not at that level yet but you know (laughs) I, I need my alarm but before I used to snooze it and now yeah. I'm not so <laughs> for a guess yeah but yeah I I agree with you I feel like the days that I might find it the hardest to read my avocado and like be consistent in that is probably the days where I need it the most and that's what we try mm-hmm. to think about I'm like I'm not really mm-hmm. being consistent right now I feel like this is the time where I should be and mm-hmm. um subhanallah you just never yeah. know all the stuff that is, could be protect, protecting you from and that's what I try to think about because for me I don't know why but I'm like you mentioned earlier Ikran how when you're on the weekends you don't you're not in school and you're not in that environment for me it's like mm-hmm. when I'm not leaving the house and I know like subhanallah like things can happen to you when you're at home and yeah. you do need protection yeah. then but in my head I'm like yeah, yeah when I set out on my journey or leave the house that's when I'm like oh let me read my altar kursi you know yeah. and it shouldn't yeah. be that way it should be sort of throughout your day yeah I think it's also because I I made it a habit of reading it on the transit on my mm-hmm. way so that's another thing so like for me I attribute it to you know I get on the bus and then that's when I start reading it so on the weekend when I'm not leaving then it that part is kind of taken away from it so for me, I definitely need to try to establish doing it right after Fajr, which is what I did sometimes, and I found it to be the easiest. You, it just it like kind of jumpstarts your whole day because even when I do read it when I'm on the bus and I'm leaving in the morning, you know, it's kind of it's different than when you're reading it immediately after Fajr because when you're reading it like right on time when mm-hmm. you're supposed to, so after Fajr and after Asr, it's like you're covering all your bases, mm-hmm. right? Versus you have that little window of time where you know you're kind of leaving open to you know anything happening. Mm-hmm. That's personal, something I need to improve on, and inshallah, you know, make a dua that Allah makes that easy for mm-hmm. me. And I, I, I guess we could also discuss what are ways if someone does want to start implementing mm-hmm. this. Do you have any tips for you know what they can think about to make it easier for them, and which ways they can kind of be more consistent in it? For me, prior to sort of downloading the app and finding that app, I would listen to it on YouTube a lot. I love. Like I just love his voice mashallah. So mm-hmm. I would literally just listen to it And while I was like mm-hmm. getting ready for work And listening to his recitation That's when I would I would be reciting with him But it was more mm-hmm. mostly it felt 
really comforting to have that playing mm-hmm. and then as soon as I found out about the app Ikran I fully intended to probably read the read the us and then be like yeah that's it because I saw mm-hmm. like is it 23 like something 20 24 24, yeah. 24 yeah. of cards in the morning and I said realistically I'm just gonna probably read three and then I'll go about my things <laughs> that's I literally thought yeah. that but then yeah. subhanallah I think I sat down I said okay let's see how, how much I can make and I intended mm-hmm. on three but subhanallah it became 10 and then it became 20 and then it became all 24 so I think yeah just start off small cover your bases mm-hmm. try to obviously read Ayatul Kursi read the three quls and yeah. practice gratitude and inshallah like mm-hmm. Allah will make it easy for you because honestly I feel like just purifying that intention and making that making that intention having near that you will do something mm-hmm. Allah will make it easy for you no matter what I love that. And I think with the app itself, it actually has like this counter thing on the bottom. And I feel like I can't remember if I had it when I first downloaded it. But I don't know if you notice like there's a circle at the bottom that has a number. And it it's usually it's like a tusbah counter oh for like God. the ones that you have to read like three times mm-hmm. or four times. So when you press it and then it. No, yeah, it actually has a counter. So when you do it like X number of times, it switches to the next one. I didn't realize it until like. Girl, I, I didn't can't know. remember when I realized. <laughs> I yeah, I, I, it's not. It's not just really out there. Like, I think I pressed it and then I realized I'm like, oh, I wish I wish I knew this. And I couldn't tell if it was new or if I was just slow. Mm -hmm. But (laughs) but it's a really cool feature. But yeah, like it seems when you first look at it, 24 seems like a lot. And then you're literally like it it takes five minutes. A lot of it, like if you exclude the ones that you have to read 100 times, Mm -hmm. Wallahi, Mm -hmm. like I think it takes three, four minutes to do everything else. Mm -hmm. And then when you're reading the ones like SubhanAllah wa bihamdi, SubhanAllah al-Azim, and you're like SubhanAllah wa bihamdi, you're repeating that 100 times, you think it's a lot. Mm -hmm. And it is, it is a lot you know mm-hmm. a couple of days ago I was doing it and I was like let me just see how long it takes and it took me like four minutes and I'm like you know sometimes I'm not even gonna lie even when I'm on the app you know the ones that say a hundred times mm-hmm. like I'll skip them and I'll be like oh let me go back to it mm-hmm. and then you know more often than not I you know forget to go back to it but you know when I do I, I do my best to just recite it and count the number of times I do it but I actively was looking at the time as I did it and I'm like subhanallah if you're saying it it like wipes out your sins as if it was like the foam of the foam of the sea mm-hmm. it's like do we not need that like what is, what is four minutes to to kind of have your sins that amount to the foam of the sea wiped out mm-hmm, right mm-hmm. like we should want to say it like a thousand times right because yeah. we're not free of sin and we actually need it mm-hmm. and subhanallah like just seeing how great the reward is for reciting like the adkar is actually amazing and for that reason i actually want you to tell me which one like, you know, if you have a favorite one or if there's a specific one that you feel like is very much, you can't live with that one, that one I want you to tell me which one that is. Okay, I'm going to read the English translation for it. And it's called, yeah. and it's the du'a for well-being in this world and the hereafter. Allahumma inni as'aluka al-afwa wal-afiyah fi dunya wal-akhirah Allahumma inni as'aluka al-afwa wal-afiyah في ديني ودنياي وأهلي ومالي اللهم استر عوراتي وآمن روعاتي اللهم احفظني من بين يدي ومن خلفي وعن يميني وعن شمالي ومن فوقي وأعوذ بعظمتك أن أغتال من تحتي رواه ابن ماجد 
Oh Allah, I ask you for well-being in this world and the next. Oh Allah, I ask you for forgiveness and well-being in my religion, in my worldly affairs, in my family and in my wealth. Oh Allah, conceal my faults and assuage my fears. O Allah, guide me from in front of me and behind me, from my right and from my left and from above me. I seek protection in your greatness from being unexpectedly destroyed from beneath me. So I've got a lot of favourites by mine, but that's just one of them. Um, I love it because I feel like it's everything that you can pray for in one dua. Mm -hmm. And it's sort of the yeah. things that you pray for in this life and then obviously in the hereafter. So inshallah, mm -hmm. I mean, may Allah grant us all that is good in this world and the next I mean, I mean, I will tell you what mine is. I think it's literally because it's the one that hits me a lot mm. when <laughs> every day when I go to school. Allahumma inni a'udhu bika min al-hammi wal-hazan wa a'udhu bika min al-ajzi wal-kasal wa a'udhu bika min al-jubni wal-bukhl وأعوذ بك من غلبة الدين وقهر الرجال Oh Allah, I seek your protection from anxiety and grief. I seek your protection from inability and laziness. I seek your protection from cowardice and miserliness. And I seek your protection from being overcome by debt and being overpowered by men. And I really like how it has the hadith that really explains the context and when it was used. And mm -hmm. so I'll just read that. It says, Abu Sa'id al-Khudri radiallahu anhu narrated that one day the Messenger of Allah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam entered the masjid. He saw a man from the Ansar called Abu Umama radiallahu anhu. He asked, Asked, what's the matter? Why are you sitting in the mosque when it is not a time for prayer? He replied, never-ending worries and debts, O Messenger of Allah. The Messenger of Allah then said, Shall I not teach you words by which when you say, Allah will remove your worries and settle your debts? He replied, yes, of course, O Messenger of Allah. He wasallam said, Say in the morning and the evening the above, which is the dua that we read. And Abu Anhu said, Then I did that and Allah removed my worries and settled my debts. And it's narrated by Abu Dawood. Subhanallah. The more you really delve into Islam and the deen, mm. you find that there's really something for everything. It also shows you that, you know, the Sahaba and the Prophet, they're all human and they experience the same kinds of emotions and stressors that we were experiencing. And it's not really unique to us. Mm -hmm. And so the fact that we can always take stories from them and their experiences is always mind boggling, you know. Mm -hmm. And I just I just love that. I love that as well, mashallah. I feel like yeah. that's also my favorite as well as Dua of Prophet Musa which is so beautiful. But yeah, I'm like reciting those mm -hmm. Dua's. It's always, I feel as if you said earlier that when you sort of like read it consistently and things like that, it makes like doing good easier, right? And mm -hmm. I completely relate because when I'm reading my Adkaras, all of a sudden I just want to listen to like Islamic podcasts and I want to be better. Mm -hmm. I want to pray on time and things become a lot easier mm -hmm. in that regard. And then, mm. how do you say just in English? <laughs> oh, I don't know. Like, I want to say laziness, lazy. but I guess it's not, yeah, mm. the closest thing. Like fatigue but or laziness. I get what you're saying. Yeah, otherwise, yeah. sort of those days where I don't really read my Alkaraz, I find, I feel sort of heavy in other places mm -hmm. Um, mm -hmm. spiritually. So I honestly just see it as like a way to be better and it makes mm -hmm. life so much easier. I think to myself also that how can I really I guess complain or feel some type of way about what's going on if I haven't done my due diligence in 
reading Ma'adkar that's supposed to protect me from a lot of these things. The folks who actually compiled the app also made a document and in that document they have like a shield and it shows you like all the things that Adkar protects you from Mm -hmm. and I just think to myself you know like the days that I haven't read Adkar then is it not kind of my fault that because I haven't done the step that I needed to you know protect myself from it like Mm -hmm. for instance if I'm supposed to take a certain medication regularly and I don't take it and I feel pain or if you know um the symptoms come back, then I know it's because I didn't take my medication and I have to take it again. Mm-hmm. So like, for me, I'm trying to view Adkar in the same light where I know if I take it and if I do it, then I will be protected from a lot of the things that I fear or I'm, ex- I'm experiencing versus the days that I don't take it. So that's just something that I'm trying to practice. And inshallah, you know, I'm hoping Ramadan makes it a lot easier to really be consistent and develop these habits. I'm going to wrap it up. But it, there was one thing that I really, I actually only realized to myself as I was lecturing my brother, mm-hmm. ironically. I was just suggesting to him that he should set goals for Ramadan and kind of, you know, like plan what he wants to do. And while I was saying that, I was trying to make it relevant to him. And I was like, you know, if you're working, for instance, a regular job, a minimum wage job, and you get, you know, like $15 an hour, and you're being told like in Ramadan, you like, or for one month only, you get paid like $500 an hour or something, Mm -hmm. you would never stop working. Mm -hmm. Like you would make the most of every second in that 30 days that you possibly could because it's not going to come again you would make the most of every second so I was like you know why can't we treat Ramadan the same way you know like why for every good thing that we do we do get rewarded multiple times more than that right so taking advantage of that and honestly as I was saying it I literally had to stop and reflect and I'm like whoa like I need to take my own advice because I need to stop wasting time and I need to make the most of it. And it really just came out of trying to explain to him the importance of making the most and setting goals. I think I ended up advising myself, but that's something that I just kind of wanted to also put out there because I thought that was great advice, you know, by another Ikran that <laughs> I don't know where she came from, but I was very much shocked by that too. So I thought I would uh, I would share that inshallah. But yeah, I, Hassan, do you have anything else you want to add before we wrap it up? Yeah, just one quick thing. In terms of like goals and things, if you're like me, where you sort of kind of like have a vision board or you have goals and you write them down in your phone or your journal or whatever, I always try to think like it's so easy to do that why don't you also just make dua for it as well and I feel like a lot of people well I don't I I can't speak on everyone but there's like duas for pretty much everything dua for wealth you can have that dua for health you can have that dua for grief and anxiety and literally like a to z anything you sort of want you can ask and Allah inshallah will give it to you if it's good for you you know also just because this is kind of relevant in terms of da'a. Recently, what I've been trying to do to do is call upon the name that's relevant. So, you know, out of Allah's 99 names, call upon the one that's relevant, you know. So if you sort of want mercy or Rahman, you know, you just sort of use Allah's names to, to whatever du'a it is. And inshallah, you know, Allah will bless you with what you want. I love that. And I think we were... Well, yeah, we were talking about adhkar or remembering Allah in the context of the actual du'as and adhkars, but reciting Qur'an is also a form of dhikr, so I just wanted to also put that out there. Mm-hmm. And also just to what Hafsa, what you just said, and I guess I'll conclude it with this, is 
in that book, and actually I'll link the book to this. It's like a, a little, a short book that talks about the importance of uh, making dua and adhkar. And it's actually by, again, the same folks who created the app. And in that book, it has a quote from Umar ibn Khattab anhu, and he says, I do not worry about my dua being answered. Rather, I worry about making dua because I know that if I am inspired by Allah to make dua, the answer will follow. So I think it's really important for us to reflect if we're not making dua, why is that? Because, you know, you think making da'a would be easy. It's just a matter of raising your hands and, you know, asking Allah, but why aren't why aren't we doing that? And just trying to get to the bottom of it. Because if Allah inspires us to make da'a, then it's because He wants to, to provide it. for us. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, Jazakallah. Thank you so <laughs> Thank much, Hafsir, for joining me. I could listen to you talk all day, and I say this to you all the time, and just listening to you talk was so incredibly soothing. So thank you so much for joining me. I love I love your voice names. <laughs> I okay, told you earlier, like, no. it makes sense why you've got a podcast, and here we are. <laughs> no, absolutely. That's not true. Please. I uh, No, we don't have the same voice. But thank you for the, your kind compliments and kind words. But again, Jazakallah Khairan for joining us. And yeah, everyone else, please stay tuned for the rest of our one three dates episodes for this ramadan and yeah you can find us at abwan podcast on instagram and twitter you can also message us anonymously at abwan podcast on curious cats and if you want to email us you can reach us at abwan chronicles at gmail.com assalamualaikum warahmatullahi wabarakatuh